0: This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Nose hair extensions? A classic rave out. Trading a packet of McDonald's sauce for a car. The early World Series that saved lives.
1: And Rick's brush with everybody loves Raymond's Doris Roberts.
0: All that and unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. (laughs) That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia, Minutia Men Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to an episode of Minutia Men with Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. Um, episode, I think, 70.
1: 70, baby. 70. Uh, <laughs> hey, when are we going to, well, we already have, but when do we really just start mailing it in?
0: Uh, uh, I think in like s- 71
1: okay cool okay. <laughs> all right so for longtime listeners you might want to unsubscribe right yeah, after no, the show No, no, I think.
0: don't do that you got to make sure that you, you might find out that when we mail it in it's even better
1: i think i think people have already said that hey you're you know the stuff that you prepare is not so funny just when you guys stumble upon each other that's funny so <laughs> maybe we should just stumble upon one another
0: well we're going to be doing that a lot over the next few days uh this uh, we're taping again on tuesday and um uh, it comes out on Thursday, but b- before it comes out, Dave and I will have... Uh, Spent
1: way too much time with oh, one
0: another. Oh, my God. We're going to hate <laughs> each other's
1: guts. Yeah. Uh, tonight, we are going to be at the Billy Goat yeah. Cheeseburger um, downtown for um, a book signing, Chasing the Lost City by Tom Weinberg. Which is Ray, a... Yeah, Rave really. reviews, my friend.
0: Yeah. It, it's... it's a. Uh, it's it's flying off the shelves too. Yeah,
1: right. Not only that, and it looks beautiful. It's yeah. a coffee table book, our first coffee table book.
0: Yeah. Um. Then, um, what else do we have? Well, you. Uh, well, we're teaching going a class tomorrow or Wednesday at uh, Purdue University. Right. So that's um, going to be a nice little drive for the two of us together. There. I back.
1: wonder. I wonder if there will be demands to get a certain percentage of their tuition back
0: after. <laughs> You know, one, no one refunds. 14- <laughs> yeah, right. Read the uh, fine print. No yeah. refunds.
1: So yeah, we'll be uh, dispensing our knowledge to the college kids, the future.
0: Ooh, I like that. dispensing a- our knowledge to the college.
1: Yeah, and I understand you're packing up all of our podcast equipment, putting it in a briefcase. Yeah, and we're and so what are the chances of us ever having another podcast? Are you going to be able to reconnect this stuff? Well,
0: that is. Uh, I'm kind of doing it as an experiment to see if I can do it in front of the, of the crowd. We'll have a whole class there, and I will reconnect everything and show them how it all works. Okay. And uh, and if I can't do it again, we'll be uh, calling in a house call to uh, Tony Lozano to come back out here and help me fix this.
1: So you're, so the, the part of this class is going to be how we do a podcast. So I have to bring my recliner then basically, yes, right?
0: exactly. And then so we'll I have, have to, to wear f- my pajamas.
1: Yeah, and I got my bunny slippers, <laughs> so this will be awesome. Uh, now it'll be looking forward. Where uh, Pat Colander is the professor of this class, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity to to come on in. We be, do. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be
0: fun. Um, right. And she's uh, she's uh, promised to take us out to dinner afterwards. We should. That's our payment, right?
1: Oh. I did wasn't even expect yeah that's great yeah that's fantastic uh but that'll be more time that you and I have to spend together right which will um, are you driving separately or are, oh, are you right. gonna take
0: We're you want to pick together, me up right
1: yeah that probably makes sense all right pick me up
0: if we both go we'll both get lost at least the, no
1: we'll we'll have two separate twice
0: cars as, you know what I mean
1: yeah but we'll have twice the chance of getting it right if we have two different... You know what? You're right. Half full. Come on. Pick me up.
0: Okay. It's fine. All right. All right. All right. Um, you are we ready? Minutia? Yes. I have some audio and then right. and then the ball rolls. Here we go.
1: This week's Minutia
0: with Rick and Dave. All right. What do you got?
1: Well, Rick, you know, I don't want to toot our own horns, uh, but we've been considered fashion trendsetters and mavens for many years. Don't you think? Many, many you know I, years. You, you know, remember... Remember back in the '80s when we started that ripped jeans look? Yeah, remember that's yep. It's now huge, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We did it uh, unintentionally, but uh,
1: uh, but started a wonderful uh, shirts. Oh, pff, thank dude. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Concert t-shirts. Yeah, Come on, that was right. ours. That was ours, and now it's all the rage. Um, but dad bods, remember a few years ago when we created the sensation of dad bods? Oh yeah, remember and that?
0: And we are perfecting that.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, well, evidently, there's another, there appears to be another trend that we have started, and we didn't even know it, I think. All, All right. right? Yeah, let's hear it. Um, nose hair extensions are a thing, really, Rick. Um, Come the on. The wild, no, I'm not kidding. Uh, the wild beauty trend of actually putting nose hair extensions was first spotted on the Instagram account of <laughs> Chenchen. And has been making its way around the web every ever since. Canadian beauty blogger Tyler R, for instance, jumped at the chance to recreate the look by applying glue straight to a fake a fake eyelash before attempting to wrap it around her nostrils. Okay, she actually has a YouTube video that pretty much shows that it's not as easy as it sounds. Okay, so <laughs> it sounds hard. So right. So, um, so evidently, nose hair, long nose hair, is in.
0: So it's harder and, for her because she doesn't have it. But you know, right. Your middle-aged dad bod types, like I don't know, or all Rick and a Dave.
1: Hypothetically, hypothetically, or, uh, do you ever have it with a nose hair? And are you trimming your nose hair? Are you a scissor guy? Are you like, do you have a one of those rotor, rotary things, or how do you? How do you, how does like Rick Kempfer trim his nose hair? To what tell do you the do?
0: truth? I really don't have a nose hair issue. I I don't know why, but I don't.
1: Um there is a river in Egypt.
0: I think it's called the <laughs> Nile. <laughs> I mean, occasionally I need to trim a little bit, but it's it not it's not really a it's not really uh, a thing.
1: Every once in a while I see ear a nose hair, th- hair on the other hand. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so tough. <laughs> do you ever get like an ear hair and then you like pluck it out and you're go- and it was and it's like three quarters of an inch and you go how the hell did i miss you yeah how- absolutely that's a survivor I, you know that 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 little i
0: only notice I- them honestly when they're gray yeah when they're um, gray i'm like what's that g- what gray hair sticking out the side of my head I'm <laughs> like, like oh up. wait that's not a t- that's attached to my ear now do you have a how are you
1: do you sh- i mean how do you take the ear hair out of your ear
0: i just i just yank so you're anchor. I'm, um, yeah, i anchor. Yeah. I believe that if you're not feeling actual pain, you're not doing a good job.
1: <laughs> uh, that, well, yeah, because I've always thought of you as being someone who th- sought pain. Right, yeah, I am kind of a a tough guy type, really. Um, so, but there you have it. Okay. Long nose hairs. Long nose hairs. All right. So uh, we're a, in, baby. We're
0: hot. According we're to hot. beauty bloggers.
1: You know what? In the Balding Handbook, we discussed uh, um, ear hair comb overs. <laughs> That's true. So maybe <laughs> that know, could I don't want to say
0: anybody's name, but we were recently at an event together, and we saw a guy who had maybe the worst ear hair I've oh. ever seen. You know who I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> no, I know exactly who you're talking about. And, and yeah. you
0: know, and it did not. The carpeting did not match the drapes. <laughs> You know what I mean? And, yeah. I, and we were just staring at him. We're like yeah. wow. And his wife was sitting next to him like, hey, All right. does Sweetie. she not uh <laughs> she tell yeah. you what's going on there? I
1: know. I know. Uh um and and it seems like men from certain European countries yeah. that tends to be a thing, right? Well, Have you I noticed that I think
0: there are certain swarthier uh uh, types that yeah. uh, just ha- have a more of a hair issue right. than a right. Uh, uh, central european types do <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Right. but a- I, unchecked my ear hair unchecked i mean i got got a couple of avery shrivers in my ears <laughs> <laughs>
0: so uh you know <laughs> nine out of ten people no nine and a half out of ten people have no no J- all right uh
1: a uh Gabe kaplan i got a couple of, or yeah. i don't know what is a this 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 the avery driver
0: for you young folks was a comedian <laughs> in the early 70s who had very bushy hair <laughs> Uh, right you know what he note wasn't even self- that big in the 70s <laughs> um,
1: note to self tomorrow when we're at Purdue no Avery Shriver references is that what
0: you're telling me <laughs> he might have been on a few episodes of Love American Style or <laughs> something a like love that boat? I mean uh, Love Boat perhaps yeah that's about the extent <laughs> of Avery Shriver uh-uh. you know, uh-huh. I think I think honestly I think he was part of a comedy team at one point I with a you know guy named Burns Burns and Schreiber does that sound familiar to you
1: Yeah it, do, it does I honestly don't think I have even and, thought and, of him. and the
0: Schreiber. guy Burns I forget what Burns first name was but his entire shtick was he go huh huh <laughs> huh uh. <laughs> you know I what I mean do huh 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 yeah. you know what I mean you know what I mean huh 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 that was his whole bit <laughs> he just did it over and over again
1: and made sixteen point eight million dollars doing it in Vegas
0: Ah oh, oh, the seventies. Uh,
1: uh, well, we were hot. Remember, some of the trends we started were in the 70s, okay. I'm sure.
0: Well, here, I've got right. something for you. This is, uh, right. this is more current. This is actually a story that uh, uh, took place about a, a week or two ago. I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen the tape of Lawrence O'Donnell, who is a uh, MSNBC mm-hmm. host, going completely berserk, having like a, a total meltdown?
1: I read about it, have not seen the YouTube or heard the audio okay or whatever, it's, on, so. it's
0: on mediaite if you want to go find it, but the reason I bring it up and I, I would play it for you but it's eight minutes long and it's one of those things that builds slowly mm-hmm. so you can't mm-hmm. just take a chunk out of it it doesn't really uh it doesn't really give you an idea of just how crazy it is, but it's really good i I strongly recommend you watch it um And the reason I bring it up is because NBC has tracked down and fired the staffer who leaked that infamous uh, entertaining tape of Lawrence O'Donnell. Multiple sources said the male a male today show show editor was found to be the culprit who compiled and leaked the eight minute video of O'Donnell raging at staff breaks. Um, in the clip, furious O'Donnell slams his fist on his desk and rants about the insanity in the control room and stop the hammering in what he calls effing out of control S. <laughs> uh, one source says the video uh, of Lawrence O'Donnell was leaked on September 20th. The leaker was identified, confronted, and fired on September 26th. Um, and it wasn't exactly the perfect crime. He left a very clear trail because there were only like three people that could send that kind of a file out. So, it's like, hey, was it you? Was it you? Was he okay? Guilty. <laughs> and when they asked him why he did it, he said, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> come
1: on! I'm the shtick guy. I'm Bill, I'm the built control room shtick guy. You Come on! I have a thousand likes on my Facebook post. And, uh,
0: and, you know, he's right. It was funny. It was funny. I mean, it was kind of shocking because if you watch Lawrence O'Donnell... He's a mild-mannered
1: guy. Right. He's a nice guy.
0: But anyway, it made me think of some old famous rants. And I used to collect these on tape uh, back in the day when everything wasn't on YouTube. Yeah, um, sure. I used to have a, a file system of all the great rants. And I I have I have three favorites, and I found that all three of them are on YouTube. So I'm going to let you choose which one you want to hear, Dave. and and i'm gonna play that one for our listeners today okay you've got three choices okay Okay. you've got uh the famous lee Ilya. i hope we get fucking hotter than shit yeah you got the (laughs) famous bill o'reilly we'll go live we'll go live (laughs) okay and and you've got the famous casey Kasem. fucking dog dying
1: (laughs) so you don't have the mike ditkas refusing to go on there that's too easy okay that's true uh, I love that one for people that hadn't heard, and I'm sure that's probably on YouTube. It was with Johnny Morris, right? Oh, yeah. And, right. He, and he's like, all right, we're, you know, we're on in 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm not going on. Yeah. What do you mean
2: you're not going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I,
1: don't, I don't, you know, I'm just not going on. Mike, you got to go on. I'm not fucking going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, So it's Casey Kasem.
0: Casey Kasem, uh, Bill O'Reilly, or Lee Elia, Your choice.
1: You know what? Honor of the Cubs. Let's go Lee Elia.
0: Okay Hang on a second Here we go I'll be back with you In about one minute And five seconds I'll
2: tell you one fucking thing I hope we get Fucking hotter than shit Just to stuff it up Them 3,000 fucking people That show up Every fucking day Because if they're The real Chicago Fucking fans They can kiss my Fucking ass Right downtown And print it They're really Really behind you Around here my fucking ass. What the, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Go out there and let my fucking players get destroyed every day and be quiet about it? For the fucking nickel-dime people to show up? The motherfuckers don't even work. That's why they're out at the fucking game. They only go out and get a fucking job and find out what it's like to go out there in a fucking living. 85% of the fucking world's working. The other 15 come out here. A fucking playground for the cocksuckers. Rip them motherfuckers. Rip them cocksuckers like the fucking players. Got guys busting their fucking ass and them fucking people boo. And that's the cubs? My fucking ass.
0: There we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could just tell, I mean, just tell the frustration and the, just how pissed he is, you know, in it.
0: You know, uh, you know the, the the background of that tape and you probably know this, but maybe some of our listeners do not. There was only one person that recorded that. And it was my old pal, Les Grobstein, who at the mm-hmm. time yeah. was a uh, sportscaster for a WLS radio. And he was the only one in Lee Ilya's office. He got that tape. Anytime you hear that tape, you're hearing a version of Les Grobstein's tape. And that, that's where I got it off of YouTube
1: you know um, as we're talking the Cubs obviously are well by the time it airs they're either still in it or they're, they're not um, but you know uh, Joe Madden is pretty evil even keeled right yeah. mm-hmm. uh but you've been, you can kind of tell, you know, Cubs are down 0-2. You can tell he's, a couple of the interviews, he's getting a little aggravated at the questions. Have you noticed that? Because of his not putting Wade Davis in?
0: Yeah. Did you? Well, well, uh, he might be aggravated at himself for a
1: stupid move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but did you hear what he said? That uh, you don't want to get Wade, Bo- or not Wade Boggs, Wade Davis up. You don't want to dry hump Wade Davis. Did you hear that phrase?
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get him up and then put him down. It's like dry humping or something like that. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's well, playground
0: uh, for the cocksuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Quote> Lee Elia.
1: <laughs> well, in Lee Elia's defense, Cubs weren't very good. Uh, no. Yeah, no. So, you know, he, is he still alive?
0: I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. All right. You know what? Uh, did we have a winner this week in our contest?
1: We did, Rick. And thank God it's in America
0: okay good cool. right. how much did that cost to send it to it's like 16 bucks yeah
1: yeah. Uh, yeah i
0: gotta stop doing that
1: yeah well even though i do randomly pick the winners you know what who's gonna know that i'm really randomly picking them i'm gonna uh, anybody who's listening from outside of the country don't bother entering because <laughs> we're never gonna have a winner from outside of the country again uh but this one uh, they didn't want me to use their last name but uh, madeline we have a nice lady. Uh, I, th- I assume she's nice. I've just co- corresponded her via Twitter uh, from Marietta, Ohio. Okay. Uh, and she wins a prize pack up to retail value of $25. And I do have some minutia about Marietta, Ohio. You okay. want to hear? It? Yeah, sure. Founded in 1788, Marietta was the first permanent settlement in the Northwest Territory. Do you know how... Marietta got its name.
0: Um, uh, two women, one named Mary, one named Etta.
1: Uh, well, close. It was named after one woman, Queen uh, Mary Antoinette. Oh. Or Marie, Anto- Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette. <laughs> Marie Antoinette. Uh, it's the first part of Marie and then okay, Antoinette.
0: Okay. So, yeah, She was still alive sure. in 1788. Um,
1: so there you go. Uh, he wasn't alive
0: for much longer <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh but um congratulations on that um and that price back will probably go out within the next 10 days i've been a little slow on sending out the price backs
0: and all you have to do to win is yes. to retweet a minutia men tweet yes exactly. at, at minutia men, right Right, exactly. I will, and I'll even say in the
1: little tweet, retweet this for your chance to win. So uh, I'll even remind you via Twitter. So there you go. Okay, fantastic. Uh, uh, I got something else. All right. Um, have you heard well, have you heard of the TV show Rick and Morty? It sounds uh, like two uh, guys I went to Hebrew school with. But evidently, they have a TV show, Rick and Morty. Have you ever heard of this TV show? Right. Well, evidently, it's huge. OK, um, you know, we can what, be called Rick and Morty. We're
0: basically <laughs> Rick and Morty. I mean,
1: <laughs> exactly true. They got a TV show. What do we get? You know, I got buddy slippers at i on a recliner right now. Um, well, evidently, this is I mean, this is an extremely popular television show. I have no idea what it is about, but it's it's kind of kitschy. Well, they um, evidently mentioned McDonald's Szechuan sauce. Do you, do you even remember no. McDonald's Szechuan sauce? No. Well, here's the back story. In 1998, McDonald's and Disney worked together on a promotion to celebrate the launch of the movie Mulan. Do you remember Mulan? I do remember Mulan. All right. So, based on the China, it's based on the Chinese legend of the of that lady that. Uh, posed as a man so she could fight the Huns. Yeah, blah blah blah. But anyways, as part of the promotion, McDonald's released a teriyaki flavored dipping sauce. They called Szechuan sauce, and it basically just went out of you know. It's last-
0: Szechuan and teriyaki are two different things.
1: Well, it says released a teriyaki flavored dipping sauce. They called Szechuan. Okay, so right. whatever. It's McDonald's. Well, so that's 20 years ago. Well, evidently in the show Rick and Morty. They um, mention it. Dan Harmon and Justin Royland. OK, that's Rick and Morty. And that's bullshit because it should yeah, be Dan and Justin. Hell? It should be Rick and Morty. Um, so it was uh, the the long-awaited season three premiere. And they mentioned a Szechuan sauce. Well, naturally, fans bought right into the hype. And so did McDonald's. Never ceasing to, you know, always seizing an opportunity to sell more <laughs> shit. McDonald's. Re-release the Szechuan sauce for, I believe, one day. It's limited edition for one, just single for one day. So they and they didn't send it to all the locations. They sent it to I don't know how now, many.
0: Now, are these uh, leftover packets from
1: 1998? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they and and people, these Rick and Morty fans, I'm sure if there was a Rick and Dave Szechuan sauce, would not have created nearly the
0: Rick and the, Morty. You de- are named Justin and Fred or something. <laughs> right. I mean, what the hell.
1: Well, yeah. Dan adjusted. Well, and thousands of people went to McDonald's to get these Szechuan sauce packets. Well, of course, they ran out, but the supply was not nearly, uh, you know, uh, compared to the demand.
0: So, this, well, is, this is your classic Econ 172 yeah, It's, it's
1: uh, butter situation. and gut. Butter and gut. All right. All right. So, there's like this black market on, on eBay and Amazon for these Szechuan sauce packets. Uh, for Rick, for Rick and Morty fans, I know. So Rachel Marie from Macomb, Michigan, was trying to trade her Szechuan sauce, sauce packet for like she just wanted to get like pins or a couple hundred bucks of pins or something like that. Pins? I don't know what kind of pins. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Right. Uh, but somebody wanted the Szechuan sauce so much that traded her their 2004 Volkswagen GTI. So a car, a literally a freaking car, for this pack of Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. This oh, Rick wow. and Morty's wow. Szechuan sauce. So I'm like, okay, this is just ridiculous. This can't possibly be true. So I went on eBay. There are they're averaging about six hundred bucks for a pack of well, Rick know, and Morty. I will say this Mort-
0: about that Szechuan sauce: it's probably more likely to pass an emissions test than the Volkswagen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one touche very you know what save it for the purdue class tomorrow that was okay, brilliant yeah,
0: thank you uh
1: so i went on ebay and i saw that it was 600 i mean and they are they are they are being sold for like 600 bucks and there's bids on it it's not like someone puts like you know something for 600 bucks and no one buys it there's bids on these so there's there's Don't a real you
0: dare what i thought you were going to suggest that you were going to put a bid on one of these
1: oh no 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 but what i did I found other weird food items that are on eBay too. It's not just Szechuan right. sauce. You got a few of them. Um, now this starts. This is very reasonable. It's only fifteen bucks, and it has one bid: um, a penis-shaped Cheeto. Okay. Okay. With a bonus. They're all
0: basically shaped that way.
1: Well, this one looks exactly like it has the entire it's
0: the mushroom and,
1: bulb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's again. I'm not a fan of. <laughs> Of, of, of penis Cheetos, but this is a really great, I mean, it really looks great. Okay. Um, and it also comes with a bonus photo of Donald Trump's friend, Paul Ryan. I'll let me read to the description. What more can I say? It's a Cheeto in the exact form of the male anatomy, and it really is. Uh, a curiosity and party conversation topic to be sure cheeto will come carefully packed to avoid damage and as an extra special gift i'm including a picture of paul ryan free of charge just because <laughs> okay so and it sh- ships from boulder colorado here is a cheeto for th- 300 bucks although there are no bids now, what are this the story? odds
0: that any kind of snack food is 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 still around in boulder colorado
1: well hold on stop it okay right. uh so so jay leno cheeto three hundred dollars no bids this goes from portland oregon all right and it's a it's a it's a cheeto that looks like jay leno and i gotta say kind of does not i mean it really does it's got the hair and the chin and whatever yes and it really actually does um here's a cheeto that is shipping from Juneau, alaska 15 bucks no bids free shipping though it's a Donkey Kong shaped Cheeto, and remember Donkey Kong when he's like throwing the barrels, sure. like rolling the barrels. It looks just like that. I mean, it really is. Uh, I mean, this this I, this was remarkable. <laughs> All right, okay. and then there's uh, th- there's also a 1975 bag of McDonald Land cookies, and I even remember this packaging. It was that red packaging with the Ronald McDonald. Um, clown on it do you remember i mean you may no, not i, I was uh, in germany then 999 dollars. there's 13 bids for this so it's a grand for a little packet of 1975 mcdonald land
0: cookies and the cookies and are sh- still in there
1: yeah i'm sure i i would imagine i mean yeah i think so and that ships from nevada so we're shipping from alaska oregon colorado and nevada what do all those states have in common
0: uh-huh legalized Uh wheat
1: (laughs) exactly so uh okay so,
0: so there you have it um all right. Well, thank you. That's that's very nice. It's uh, time to move on to our Cubs feature. Time now for a collection of Cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. So, uh, Dave, you know, uh, since we don't know what's going to be happening with the Cubs uh, when this show airs, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to launch into too much of a Cub thing, just in case Cub fans are bitter right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you that 99 years ago this week. Um, it would have normally been time for the World Series. And the Cubs were in the World Series that year in 1918. But the season had ended a full month earlier because of World War I. And, and uh, Woodrow Wilson declared that uh, the season had to end on September 1st. And everybody who uh, played baseball had to go in the Army yeah, or have some sort of Army-related job. Um, you know, and, and, and that includes Babe Ruth, includes everybody. But uh, the season, uh, I mean, so the, so the Cubs against the Red Sox, that World Series took place in early September. Now, it turns out that is a great thing because by the middle of October, Chicago was in the midst of a horrible flu pandemic that was spreading around the entire world. Um yeah. And one day in, uh, in October of 1918, 381 people died from the flu. Oh. In one week, 1,461 deaths. Um, oh. I mean, it was, it was horrible. And, and what they, I mean, they, they wouldn't even allow large gatherings of people. Because if you think about it, flu, you know, that's how it spreads. Yeah, of uh, course. And the only large gathering of people was allowed uh, – was a war parade. The Chicago Health Department gave very specific instructions to everybody who was attending that day. They had to strip, rub their bodies, dry areas, and take a laxative when they got home to prevent <laughs> – this is for real – really to prevent catching the deadly flu. And the parade went down Michigan Avenue right in front of the Art Institute. Uh, During uh, this epidemic, which lasted several weeks – The L tracks, the L cars, had the windows removed. And this was in November. It was freezing cold, but all the windows were removed. So they were fresh air cars is what they called them. And you had to dress warm to ride on the L because they wanted the fresh air from the lakefront to spread back and forth throughout the car so that you uh, had a chance of surviving. That's how bad it was. In Chicago, 99 years ago this week. Uh,
1: can you imagine? Okay, so, hey, let's go to the parade tonight, honey. Okay, you rub yourself and you take a... You're like, you know what? Let's just blow off the parade. <laughs> right? But I just I w- took my lexative. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I'm just not into it. All but right? now you
0: uh, laugh, uh, but there were a, a, a several baseball players who died because of this. Uh, Boston Braves outfielder Larry Chappelle died. Uh, Former St. Louis Browns outfielder Emmett Heydrich died in Pennsylvania. Pirates and Reds outfielder Jake Stenzel died in Cincinnati. Uh, He was actually a former Cub. You can read all about him at JustOneBadCentury.com. And uh, American League umpire also died. And and so did the owner of the uh, Tigers. They all died from the flu uh, in that horrible flu pandemic, which swept the entire world. Yeah, that's... um, And one month later, the war ended.
1: And the Cubs lost the World Series that year, too.
0: Yeah, let's not get into that.
1: Uh, Well, hey, thanks for bringing the...
0: show up. That was nice. (laughs) At least I'm Uh, not talking about some Cubs thing, right? (laughs) That's a a feel. uh, That's feel good. All right. Uh, It's time for our final feature of the show: a random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities, mixture, collection, selection, assemblage, medley, assortment, variety. Time now for
2: celebrity potpourri with Rick and Dave.
0: So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar. And pulls out a name of a celebrity. And uh, I have to tell the story of the time I encountered that celebrity.
1: Uh, I loved this actress. And she just died, I don't know, a year or two ago. Maybe not even that long. Um, Doris Roberts from Everyone Loves Raymond.
0: Yeah, she played the the mom Everyone Loves Raymond. And uh, so I think you know this story. But I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, This was when dave and i first started uh writing together oh i know what i know what you're talking about okay we decided to write a excuse me a a television script and we wrote an episode of everybody loves raymond and at that time i was john landecker's producer and it was i think by the way i still think that's a a funny episode
1: uh yeah, it was about the sports, right? And no, it was what,
0: about uh, the teacup argument. Right? It, it was based on an argument that my wife and I had in real life. When my son Tommy turned two, she wanted to get him a teacup set. Oh,
1: that's right. And you wanted the – I, I, I wanted read, to get
0: like – It you know, for you. Oh, right. right. I wanted to get a boy presents. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Know, of course. Hot Wheels. And we had a huge fight about this. And I thought it would be perfect for an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. And we wrote the episode. And then I found out that we were going to get to go to Los Angeles uh, with the John Landecker show and interview all these stars of CBS. Huh. And uh, one of them was Dick Van Dyke. We got. Uh, right. we got I have a autograph. autograph.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Oh. Autograph photo of him.
0: Thank you. And another one was Doris Roberts. I'm like, OK, well, here we go. Now, I did not go on this trip. I was running the. Uh, the show from back in Chicago, mm-hmm. but Vince, our uh, technical producer, went, and I gave him the script. I said, "All right, when you see her, this is our chance. you give her
2: she's <laughs> got big break Bucky?
0: I said- <laughs> You give her this incredibly hilarious Everybody loves Raymond script that we wrote, and he did, and he said that it ruined the entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> Because she treated him like he was a pariah. She said, I can't, I can't touch it. I can't see it. Uh, Keep it away yeah, from yeah. me. We have yeah, strict yeah. rules. We're never, ever allowed to look at a script. Never. No one can see uh, a script. The rule is if if we see it, we can be sued. You know, anything even resembling it. And she kind of went berserk on him and, and I ruined the show.
1: <laughs> there you go. So there and, go. And, and, and. Possibly you killed her Right uh, I well, mean, she, no, she lasted another 20 years
0: Yeah 20 years Well yeah. Um No oh, that's, that's So great. she ruined our career Yeah well She had a chance To give us a big break And she chose not to uh, To find Jeez. out more About Rick and Dave The poor Hey before Before
1: yeah. Stop it yeah. uh, We forgot okay. to tell people um, Don't forget to Subscribe to us Okay On, on iTunes uh, You can go Stitcher yeah. Google Play uh, you can go on the RadioMisfits dot uh, com website. You can download the episodes there. You can listen to them. You know, on what, the I saw
0: a video. Actually, you sent me the video. So we're going to show it to the Purdue class this week. Mm-hmm. And the guy in there is a podcaster. And he talks about uh, how people say it's really hard to listen to podcasts. He goes, yes, here's, how, here's what you have to do. You have to put it on your screen and you have to press the play button. <laughs> yeah, right. It
1: is not hard to listen to podcasts. Oh, it's not hard at all. No, no. Um, And uh, please do and share. Please share it on your social media Websites and don't forget our retweet contest So um, And you can also you
0: check us out at dot ChicagoAuthorsolutions.com mm-hmm. If you'd like to drop us a line You can email us if people still do that At MinutiaManPodcast At com. We'd like to uh, thank executive producer Tony Lasana With OPI Productions We're distributed by Ed Silla Of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network And we'll be back again next week With another episode of MinutiaMan mm-hmm.